Are you ready to articulate yourself so well in conversations that getting friends came easily to you? Yes? Good! Because this is the Speak Up to Connect podcast, and I'm your host, Nicole Jean. I truly believe that a conversation is an investment in a relationship, and there is no other more important life skill than knowing how to strike up an engaging conversation with someone, authentically connect with another human being, and build a meaningful relationship. Want to know how to get this? Then let's get into the episode. You all voted on my Instagram stories for today's Instagram Live mini training topic. And that is, what is the one maneuver that can make socializing and getting friends easier? Like it's game changing and you guys voted on a really good topic. So this may sound really strange, but I wanna talk about death. I know, last thing you thought I would talk about, kind of a morbid subject, but hear me out. Death is probably the most productive and effective fact of life. The fact that we have a very limited number of days in our life on this planet can give you the healthiest perspective on things. It's a constant reminder to live with more intention and to and with less fear. And I read this statistic, what is the what is one of the biggest regrets of older people? So there's been numerous studies, numerous books about these written by pastors, nurse, hospice nurses, healthcare providers, and it's been documented over and over. What do older people in their 80s, their 90s, on their deathbed, what is their biggest regrets in life? And there's one very, very common one. The most, one of the most common regrets of older people is that they didn't strengthen the most important relationships as much as they wish they had. Many older people, they wish they spent more time nurturing and really fostering those relationships. You know, maybe they lost touch with friends after they graduated college, moved to a new city, started a new job. Maybe they got married, had kids, and life just kind of, you know, took over and um, they just wish they spent more time with those loved ones. Or maybe even as parents, you wish you spent more time with your kids. Maybe you wish you spent more time with your parents. Um, you know, life is about connection. Life is about relationships. I'm going to give you an example. So recently, a lot of you I'm sure are familiar with the news. Last month in September 2022, Queen Elizabeth II sadly passed away. And over 750,000 people, over three quarters of a million people lined up the streets of London for more than 24 hours, stretching a queue of four miles long, just for a chance to enter the church, see her coffin, pay their respects and say their goodbyes for one last time. And every single interview, every single interview, every person that came out of that church, they all said the same one thing. They all said, it was completely worth it. Because why? Life is about connection. Life is about relationships. And so, you know, when you're nervous stepping outside your comfort zone and striking up a conversation with a stranger and trying to make a conversation out of thin air, I want you to ask yourself, what would my older self want me to do? 
Let me say that again. So when you're nervous about stepping outside your comfort zone, striking up a conversation with someone out of thin air, I want you to ask yourself, what would my older self want me to do? You know, when you're starting a conversation with someone, when you're starting to try to connect with someone, someone you don't know really anything about them, you know, whether that's going out, stepping outside the house, whether that's initiating small talk, stepping outside your comfort zone, those initial steps are so difficult, right? You get, you know, for me, I get anxious, I get nervous, my palms are sweaty, my heart is racing. In my head, I'm thinking, what if no one likes me? What if they think I'm weird, I'm boring, I'm dumb? What if no one wants to be my friend? It's really hard to motivate yourself when you're in that initial first phase of trying to get out, trying to socialize, trying to make friends. I'm gonna give you an example. So in my day job, um, I'm a nurse practitioner, for those who don't know. I'm a nurse practitioner by day. I've been a nurse practitioner for several years. Um, for those of you who are not in the U.S., I don't think the role of a nurse practitioner exists outside the U.S. in Canada. I might be wrong. If I'm wrong and you know, let me know below. <laughs> but um, a nurse practitioner is basically a mid-level. Um, I'm a registered nurse, but I also have advanced a master's on top. I have a master's degree so I can, I can work autonomously in terms of seeing patients, diagnosing, prescribing medications, you know, prescribing treatment or imaging, lab results, interpreting those lab results. And I work under the supervision of a physician. Um, but so I'm a nurse practitioner and my first two years as a new nurse practitioner, I cried every night. I cried every night for two years for my first two years because I hated having to talk to so many people every day. I talked to like 12 to 18 patients a day. It was draining, it was stressful, it was exhausting. Every day I wanted to quit. Every day I just wanted to stay home. I didn't wanna get out of bed. I wanted to stay under my covers and I just wanted to quit my job and just not talk to anyone. I wanna be honest with you. And so, you know, it's really hard to see outside your perspective when you're in the thick of it. It's hard to see from an outside perspective. So a trick is to ask yourself, what would my older self want me to do? No one cares for you more than, no one, sorry, let me rephrase that. No one cares more about your well-being than your older self. Not even your significant other, not even your best friend, your mom, your dad. It's not to be mean. I'm not trying to sound cruel-hearted. It's just human nature. You will always care the most about yourself. No one will care more about your genuine well-being than yourself and your older self. So when you do things, ask yourself, what would my older self want me to do? So for example, if I'm a brand new nurse practitioner and I'm struggling to talk to people every single day and I feel drained. I don't know how to initiate small talk. I don't know how to make pleasantries to get that trusting relationship so the patient can open up to me. What would my older self want me to do? And, you know, I asked myself this and I realized my older self would want me to continue and persist. My older self would want me to continue and just keep working at it, keep going at it because I love my career of helping other people. And, you know, I need to also acknowledge that this career, this job is building my character, is building my resilience to stress, to all these challenges. And it's also improving my social skills, my people skills. You know, if I can carry 
12 to 18 brand new conversations a day, making friends will be a piece of cake in a few years. And guess what? All that came true. It totally came true because my future self now in 2022, I feel, I feel so much more at ease when striking up a conversation at a thin air with a stranger. It's so, I've, re I've repeated this over and over every day for years that now it's like on autopilot for me. So I don't feel as nervous when I'm talking to someone and I can really kind of, you know, customize all the pleasantries. I've kind of figured out, you know, what are the canned responses, the sayings, all these things. And so it's because, um, you know, I've done it over and over and over again. My, my, now my current self, my 2022 self, that's what wanted myself from like years ago to do. So, you know, I want you to think to yourself, if I'm going out to socialize and to meet new people, but I feel scared, I just want to sit in my car, my hands are white knuckled on the steering wheel and, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go in, I don't want to leave the car and talk to people, what would my older self want me to do? Would my older self want me to be brave, step outside my comfort zone and speak up? Would my older self want me to practice my social skills over and over until I have this technique down so that so and I have this technique down so fluently that I can't that I can socialize on autopilot so that I can socialize even on the days I don't feel motivated to socialize because it comes automatic now. Would my older self want me to feel more at ease when in socializing so that when I finally meet the right people, the people who are meant to be my friends, instead of feeling nervous and anxious and overwhelmed, I'm able to take advantage of all the days, the months, the years of practice and genuinely socialize and genuinely connect with them because I know the right techniques to strike up an engaging conversation with someone. I think your older self would want that. I really do. And so just this little reframing of your way of thinking opens up a completely different perspective. And instead of thinking only in the now, only thinking how uncomfortable you feel right now, how scared you feel right now, how uncertain you feel right now, instead think, what would my older self in five years, in 10 years, what would my older self in 20 years want me to do right now? Um, let's see. Diego, and sometimes just smartens are good instead of nothing. Exactly, Diego. Yes, perfect. Diego says, and sometimes just the small actions are better than doing nothing. Absolutely. All those little micro actions you take, like today, talking to someone at the coffee shop, it may not lead to a long-term relationship, but at least you got in a repetition in terms of practicing your people skills, your social skills, talking to someone, you know, maybe you felt nervous, but you keep doing it over and over and over. There's a common saying that, Life is short and you know, we ha all have a limited number of days in our life on this planet. And I'm gonna be really honest and vulnerable with you. For me, I lost a parent. I lost my mom about five years ago and you know, she passed away very unexpectedly. It was not supposed to happen. I got married without my mom and I became a mom without my mom. And it's been the hardest thing I've ever had to go through. And it's made me realize two things. It's made me realize that one, life is short and we have a limited number of days on this planet. You may not think you need to work on your relationships right now, but trust me, you do. It's morbid, but any day, any one of us could 
and expectantly be gone. Number two is that relationships are the most important investment you will ever make. No amount of money can buy back my mom. No amount of money can bring her back so that I can have more conversations with her. I can have, I can spend more time with her, that I can make more memories with her. No amount of money can do that. And I like to think that smart people learn from their mistakes, but really smart people learn from other people's mistakes. And so I want you to be a really smart person. You only get one life. Being happy is in your control. Live your life for you. If you want to get more friends, I want you to build up your people skills and to go get more friends because I don't want you to live life wishing you had done something. I don't want you wishing, I don't want you wishing for a life. I want you actually living the life that you want. So when you're struggling with socializing, with getting more friends, I want you to think to yourself, what would my older self want me to do? Now, if your older self is saying, yes, yes, absolutely, you should take the time to learn, improve your people skills, learn how to socialize, to get more friends, and you know, maybe you've been doing this over and over and over and you struggle, you struggle like, I don't know how to generate small talk, I don't know how to, how to get past feeling nervous, I don't know how to push back the fluffy small talk and generally connect with someone on a deeper level. And that is the beauty of my signature coaching service, Socially Awkward Bootcamp. This service, Socially Awkward Bootcamp, will give you an arsenal of techniques and mechanics of what to say in a conversation. We're talking about the verbatims, the scripts, the how to personalize it so you sound genuine, like you're a real authentic self. What that means for you is that you can socialize with others even on the days you don't feel like it. Even the days you're not feeling super motivated, these things will be on autopilot. But the real value for you is that you'll be able to generally connect with others and get more friends in real life. I don't know if you heard, but there was a study done by Harvard University. It's the longest study done on adult development and happiness. It dates back to 1938, during the Great Depression. It followed college graduates in their 20s all the way till their 80s and 90s. So for a whole life, adult lifespan, it followed what was the... Um, most important factor in an adult's life in terms of their health and their happiness. What was the one commonality? And it was really, really groundbreaking. The study found that it wasn't money that contributed to people's happiness or health. It wasn't fame that contributed to people's happiness or health. It was relationships. Relationships are the most important factor to a person's health and happiness. And having relationships, having um, strong, genuine relationships with other people is a form of self-care. And being happy is what we all want, right? So, applications are open right now for Social Awkward Bootcamp. The link is in the bio on my Instagram or on YouTube. The link's in my bio. For the podcast listeners, it's down in the show notes below. So, Social Awkward Bootcamp, it is... Honestly, having good people skills is life skills. It truly is. It is something is the most invaluable and timeless thing you can give yourself. Being able to communicate with other people, we will never stop needing this skill. Whether you want to get more friends, you moved to a new town, you started a new job somewhere, you're emerging from your COVID quarantine bubble, maybe uh, you outgrew your old friends. Definitely has happened to me. Maybe you're starting a business and you want to network, even you're, maybe you're dating, you want to expand your social circle to meet more people. 
I want having a conversation the least of your worries because you got bigger fish to fry in your life. And so applications are open right now for Social Awkward Bootcamp. And all you have to do is fill out this short application on the application page in the link. And um, I'll be back to you. I'll get back to you in like two business days. And basically I wanna see if this is a good fit. I wanna make sure that I am serving you in the best possible way because if I'm not a good fit for you, I don't wanna waste your time, right? I wanna be respectful of your time and your energy. So if I think I could actually help you, then we're gonna book a video call. Again, complimentary, completely free. Applying is free. The video call booking with me to talk more about Social Awkward Bootcamp is free. You might get some free coaching from me too, by the way. And um, we'll go on from there, all right? All right, I am going to log off. Um, I'm very respectful of your time. Thank you so much for being here. Again, the best gift you can give me is your time. So thank you a thousand times over. I so appreciate you and I live to serve you and I will see you all on the next uh, live training next week. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Speak Up to Connect podcast. I cherish you. I appreciate you. And thank you again for welcoming me into your life. If you found this episode helpful, I'd love to hear from you. Just head over to my Instagram at It's Nicole Jean and send me a DM with the word podcast so I know where you came from. Until next time, I'm your people skills coach rooting for you. Let's all continue to speak up to connect.